authority. Amen. Amen. We've been talking about kingdom authority. And we started out talking about uh, on the, you know, uh, understanding. We, the Bible says out of all you're getting, get an understanding. Yeah. And uh, we began talking about understanding kingdom authority. And uh, the paradoxical, it might seem paradoxical, but in the kingdom, strength comes through surrender. Strength comes through surrender. And uh, I told you last week I wasn't going to finish up on that, and so we're getting to into part two of uh, that section about strength through surrender. And as we get into it today, uh, we're going to talk about the source, say that with me, the source, the source. of kingdom authority. Amen. The source of kingdom authority. All human authority descends from a higher power or from a higher power that's above us. In, in other words, in the earth, when it comes to authority, the ultimate authority in the earth is God. You know, we, we, we can create words and terms and stuff. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the, the uh, United States Supreme Court did a, uh, made a ruling uh, a couple of weeks ago or so. They, they came out and, uh, you know, they made a, a ruling. And uh, people, when, when the Supreme Court makes a ruling and a, and a declaration, uh, it is considered to be the law of the land. And when I listen to them talk about the Supreme Court, I think to myself, you know what, you, you, you guys have a position for life, and uh, you, you've been appointed uh, by a president and so forth and so on, and uh, making judgments and rulings, but uh, it's kind of a misnomer to call your court the Supreme Court. Yeah. That's a lot of nerve. Amen. When you know what I know. And know that, amen, there's coming a day, amen, when the judge of all the earth yes. is going to hold court. Amen. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, but all human authority, amen, comes from a higher power. Yes. And those of us that uh, operate in any kind of, a, of authority, uh, no one has authority on the earth. I'm talking about human authority now. Nobody can exercise authority uh, without being under authority. Amen. In order to be legitimate, amen, no one can uh, exercise authority without being under authority. You know, I thought it was, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into the politics of it, but uh, I, I've been listening to some of the news commentators talking about uh, President Trump and how he feels like he has the power to pardon himself. And, uh, you know, they was having that conversation and, 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 and what have you. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, is, is, is this guy really serious? And uh, I was glad to hear, although when politicians speak, a lot of times you can't uh, believe what they say. But I was glad to hear when a news uh, uh, reporter questioned him and they said, uh, President Trump, do you believe that you have the authority uh, to pardon yourself? And, uh, uh, and, and they asked the question, or no, this is the question they asked him. Do you believe you are above the law and that you can pardon yourself? And I, I, I was glad to hear, at least he had a lucid moment, and he said, no, I'm not above the law. He had a lucid moment and said, no, I'm not above the law. And, uh, but then he said, but now, I do have uh, this power to part. Uh, no legitimate authority, no legitimate authority has authority without being under authority. Yes, yes. You know, when you get to the point or you, when, when you think nobody can tell you something, that you're so wrong you're so whatever uh, that you don't have to answer to anybody. You're danger to yourself yes. and to others. Yes, Lord. 
And, 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 and the example that uh, we're talking about the source of authority. The example that I'd like to give, I'd like to take from the scripture. And uh, one of the greatest examples is uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he was both man and God. And in John, uh, the fifth chapter, and uh, when we read the verses, we'll begin reading at the uh, 19th verse. But uh, the context of what was going on is that Jesus uh, went by the pool that was called Bethesda, House of Mercy. And he saw a lot of sick folk there in the five uh, porticos or porches that were there. And he saw a man who had been sick for 38 years. And interestingly enough, Jesus walked up to the man and said, Would thou be made whole? The man began to say, Well, when the water's troubled, I have no one to put me in. And somebody gets in before me. And the Bible talks about how that there was a, a tradition that uh, an angel would come and stir the water. And that the first one that got in uh, would receive their healing. Jesus said to the man, take up your bed and walk. And the Bible said immediately, now he'd been in that condition 38 years, immediately he got up and folded up his cot and began to walk with it. Totally healed. The Pharisees, when they saw him walking, and it was the Sabbath day, they said, what you're doing is illegal. You can't be carrying your uh, bed on the Sabbath day. You know, when we say bed, we're talking about a bed roll. can't be carrying that on the Sabbath day. The man said to them, well, the one who healed me told me to do it. Yes. They said, well, who healed me? And he said, well, you know, I, I, I don't know his name. You know, it's interesting to me, the power of Jesus. Yes. That he had authority with just his words to tell the man get up and you carry what's been a man carrying you and the man didn't even know his name and yet the authority and power of Jesus operated and and, and a miracle was done and so uh, the man couldn't tell who had healed him and and, and that let me know that that man didn't have faith because he didn't even know who Jesus was But there was power in his word. Power in his word. And later on, Jesus finds the man. And, uh, you know, and and, and he says to the man, he says, uh, well, uh, you know, how are you doing? And he says, well, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Jesus says to him, uh, go and sin no more. Let's the worst thing come upon you. That let me know that there was a root in what the man had done previously that had brought about uh, his condition. And then the man was able to ask uh, Jesus his name. And Jesus told him. And so the man went back and he told the Pharisees it was Jesus uh, who told me. And the Pharisees hated him. And uh, they, 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 they hated him, not only because uh, he had healed on the Sabbath day. They were more concerned with their ritual than the deliverance of people. But not only did they hate him because of that, they hated him because he uh, uh, claimed to be equal with God. Yes, yes. And so the Pharisees are coming to uh, question Jesus. And we find this in John five nineteen. But I want you to notice what Jesus says here. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son of Man, or the Son, can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. 
For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom He will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son. All right. I forgot to take you all along here. And I'm at the 23rd verse. And in the 23rd verse it says, That all should honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears... Notice this is very important. Now, anything that Jesus says is important. There are certain things that he says we need to pay particular attention to. And so in verse 24, notice he said, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. You all hear that? Amen. Do you think the words of Jesus are important? Yes. 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 All right. So what was going on, the Pharisees were upset with Jesus about what he was doing and, and, and particularly upset because he equated himself, amen, to be equal with God. And, and, and what I'm pointing out when, when, when they questioned Jesus, Jesus said, what I do or I'm doing what I've seen my father do. Amen. Jesus, the, the authority that Jesus operated while he was in, his, in the human body as a man, he said, I'm doing what I see my father do. Yes. Hallelujah. Doing what I see him do. Yes. He's showing me what he's doing and he works and, and, and I'm working. Yeah. And you know what is interesting to me? Uh, I believe as children of God, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you know, you're saying, well, that was Jesus. Uh, and, and, and I'm gonna do a comparison a little bit later in this message to show you that if we would do the same thing Jesus did, mm -hmm. we would begin to get some of the same results. Yes, Lord. Jesus said, I do what I see the Father do. The Father works and I work. I'm operating on His authority. I'm not, I'm not coming up with my own stuff. I'm not uh, making up my own plan. But I am a man under authority. I'm a man under authority. Hallelujah. You see, the strength of kingdom authority is incredible. And one of the things that I found out about it uh, is that we do not have to possess physical or intellectual or financial or political strength to be able to overcome the kingdom of Satan. Amen. All that we need is God-given authority through Jesus. Amen. Sometimes, you know, just because we're not on the same level with somebody else, we'll have a tendency to... Uh, uh, think we can't do certain things, mm -hmm. that we have limits on us. But if we would recognize not what we have, but whose we are, yes. the strength of kingdom authority is incredible. Yes. Now, uh, I was thinking about when I said the strength of uh, kingdom authority is incredible. I was thinking about a, I don't know, some of you might know a little bit about football, but a 300-pound, uh, 300-pound uh, uh, linebacker or defensive end, well, not linebacker or, or, or lineman, 300-pound lineman. And uh, I, I, I was thinking back, I remember when I was at University of Illinois, uh, 
there was a, uh, uh, some of the football players came by our door. And uh, I saw one of the football players, his name was uh, Reeve Sori, who went on to play for the Chicago Bears. And uh, that guy came by my dorm, and, and, you know, I grew up playing sandlot football and, and really never played organized football. And, uh, you know, I thought I, you, you know, never knew how good I was because I never went out for organized. When Reeve Sori came by and visited our dorm, and I looked at how big he was and how tall he was. And, and, and I looked at him and I thought to myself, you know what, I did the right thing. <laughs> I did the right thing. There's no way in the world that I'd want to be on that field with those monsters. Yes. As big and as they are and as fast as they can move. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. No way in the world. Can, can you imagine how hard when they take off running and hit you? Yes. How hard it can hurt? Yes. How intimidating. I was just intimidated looking at him across the room. I'm like, my God. But the interesting thing is that there's a, when the game of football is going on, there's a guy that's not intimidating. He can be a little, little, little pipsqueak of a guy, but he's got a black and white shirt on. Yeah. And he's got a whistle. And not, not real physically intimidating, but he can blow the whistle and, 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 and stop everything. And, and, and if, if, if Reeve Sawyer or another one of those players is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, that official, say that word with me, official, that referee can make the call and tell that 300-pound player, you get off my feet. You get off my feet. Blow whistle. Out of, you out of here. And, and it's not because he's bigger. It's not because he can hit harder. But it is because of the authority yes. that backs him up. Yes, Lord. That enables him to control what's going on on the field. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, now that's uh, NFL authority. Yes. But what I'm talking about today is not NFL authority. But what we have to realize is that Jesus has given us, and you might not see it, uh -huh. amen, uh, but Jesus has given us a striped shirt and a whistle. And, and the enemy is trying to tell you uh, 
that it don't care nothing about you. You can say what you want. You can shout, speak in tongue, do all you want. But do you all remember what I said last week? When Jesus gave the authority, uh, some Bible translation said it was 70. Some uh, later translation said it was 72. Uh, who he sent out and gave them authority over demon powers. And he said, I've given you the authority to walk on, on, on serpents and scorpions. Yes. And how he instructed them how to go out. And when they came back, they gave a report. And they say, even the demons yes. obey us. Yes. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Yeah. He said, I've given you authority to tread over serpents and scorpions. Yes. But then he said this, don't rejoice in that. Rejoice that your name yes. is written in, 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 the, in the book in heaven. Yes. And I told you, when heaven knows your name, yes. when heaven knows your name, Enemies have to obey. Demons have to obey. And, and, and some of the circumstances and situations that we face, some of them are uh, spiritual problems. Not, they, they're not all natural problems. Sometimes we think we got a financial problem and it can be a spiritual problem that underlies the financial problem. You'd be surprised. Uh, uh, what has a root in spiritual problems. Yeah, yeah. And so we have a challenge. There's the challenge of kingdom authority. And when we talk about uh, the challenge of kingdom authority, the question that we need to ask, I think I let me, let me go back. The challenge of kingdom authority. Uh, there's a principle that we need to remember. If we're going to operate successfully in kingdom authority. Yeah. And we need to remember again the principle. You will never be over those things that God has set under us. Until we learn to be under those things that God has placed over us. There is strength through surrender. Yes, Lord. There's strength through surrender. It might seem contradictory. It might seem paradoxical. But in order to get the victory over what we need to get, the victory over, we need to be men and women under authority. Hallelujah. So I got some questions that... Uh, I want to ask. And uh, this is a self-test. This is a pop quiz. Uh, put your books under your desk. And this is one that you'll be able to, you, you don't have to get any paper out, but you meant a pop quiz for all of us on today. that all right? Amen. The first question is, are you under the authority? Of the word of God. Is God's word. An authority in your life. You can answer that for yourself. You don't have to say anything out loud. Second question. Is the Bible. Your mandate for life. In other words. Does. What. The Bible says affect how you live on an everyday basis. Do we give any thought to the Word of God on a daily basis? And does it affect our conduct? I want you to keep score. You know, uh, if you can say it unequivocally, oh yeah. There might be some out there that are saying, well, sometimes. I wish it was more. But are you under the authority of the word of God? Is the Bible a mandate for your life? Third question. Are you consciously filled with the Holy Spirit? 
And have you yielded every part of your body to him? Now what do I mean by consciously filled with the Holy Spirit? I mean, is there an awareness? Do you have an awareness of the Holy Spirit operating in your life on a daily basis? I'm not just talking about when you come to church and a song comes on where you begin to feel good. But does, does the Holy Spirit have access uh, to you when you leave this place? Is there times when the Holy Spirit will say, don't say that. When you get ready to do something, the Holy Spirit says, don't do that. That's not good. That grieves me. Or, or, or do you have a consciousness enough to where the Holy Spirit will say, you need to do that. I want you to do that. You see, a lot of us, what we do is we live religious lives, but we don't live surrendered lives. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and our, our, our lives are so busy. We've got so many distractions. Things that keep us occupied. And then we wonder why God doesn't move any faster for us when we really aren't surrendered. Hallelujah. And then let, let, let's take it a little further. Uh, in our congregational reading, in our congregational reading, and I don't know if I can go back to it without messing something up, but uh, in our congregational reading, uh, we were reading the scripture. I won't, I won't go back. You can look it up. But we were reading the scripture from the 13th chapter of the book of Romans. Verses 1 through 7. And it starts out, let every soul be subject to the higher power, higher authority. And then it began to talk about the things that we need to do when you are subject, meaning under the authority of uh, that you need to do. Yes. And you know what? You don't hear very many preachers preach on the 13th chapter of the of, of, uh, book of Romans. Mm -hmm. Verse 1 through 7. I, I haven't heard many, many messages preached on. Yes. And, and one of the things, it, it talks about you know, uh, being subject to the authority and, uh, and, and, and so forth and so on. It talks about paying taxes. talks about uh, rendering uh, uh, benevolence and rendering due to it, 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 in other words it, 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 it talks about uh, and I used to I used to make the excuse uh, when I come across passages like that I used to make the excuse and say well you see we're, we're black people and because of where we come from and uh, having to deal with slavery and coming out of slavery, uh, that uh, we've got an issue. You know, we we, we got some built you know hangups when it comes about uh, submission and being under authority. But you know what? I'm not even sure that that excuse holds water. And the reason that I say that is because it's not just black people that have a problem with authority. It's a whole lot of other folk that don't have a history of slavery in this country that have. Uh, the rebel in them. And it's just something in us that 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 uh, because of our fallen nature wants us to be contrary. When it comes to... Now, we all right with us having authority. We all right with... If, 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 if you talk about I got the authority, I'm all right with that. But if you talk about I gotta submit to somebody else who's got authority, I gotta and some of us have more of an issue with that than others. So this next question is are you graciously submitting to those human authorities that God has set over you? 
You know, I noticed I went to the, the, the last wedding that I went to. I don't know, have you all noticed, but you, have you noticed they've done away with in the vows? Where the, where the wife says, I'll obey. They've just done away with that. Now, I can look at that two different ways. I'm not going to be long, but you need to, you need to hear me because I'm trying, I'm trying to help me and I'm trying to help you. Done away with it. It's like, let's stop having these folks standing up here on God's altar lying. Because they want to get married and so forth, but obey? Are you serious? Am I telling the truth or not? And yet God has a model for the family that works. But we know better than we think we know better than God. And we wonder why, not only in the in the home, in the families, in the our institutions, even in our churches. We've got a form of godliness, but where is the power? told you all, God's not going to give us kingdom authority if we're not under authority to the things that he has set over us, then we'll be able to exercise authority on the things that should be under us. So then the question is, are you graciously submitting to those human authorities that God has set over you in your home, in the church, in your civil government, even in the workplace? And notice, graciously submit. Sometimes, you know, we can do stuff under protest. We can do stuff under protest. Need you to, need you to, you gonna fix me something to eat? It's hot. You wanna eat? It's too hot to eat. Yeah, I want to eat. Can you, 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 would you fix me something? I'll do it under protest. I ain't going to put no seasoning in it. I'll throw something together. You know what? I don't know about you, but you ain't got to throw nothing together. I'm hungry, but I ain't that hungry. You you, you ain't got to do it under protest. And and I'm using this as an example. Don't look over that way. Y'all ain't getting me in trouble. That that, that doesn't happen. But, but, But I'm saying... We can even do the right things with the wrong attitude and not get the blessing that we should be getting from. Terms on my terms, 
I'll do, I'll do this, but I'll do it on my terms. That's committed. But when it comes to, if we want to operate in kingdom authority, amen, we've got to be yielded and, and, and make the sacrifice. Yes. Yes. Have you made Jesus Christ the absolute Lord over everything in your life? Hallelujah. Let me get down to the principle that I'm trying to uh, uh, get us to see. You see, when you and I, when we are willing to be to Jesus, what Jesus was when he was in the flesh. You remember when the, when the, when the Pharisees were questioning him and he said, what I see the Father do, that's what I do. I'm taking my cue from him. Yes. I'm imitating him. I'm doing what I see he, him doing. Yes. And if we will, if, if we will do the same thing that Jesus did, when we're willing to be to Jesus what Jesus in his humanity was to the Father, yes. then Jesus will be to you what the Father was to him. In other words, Paul tells us that we ought to have the same attitude yes. as the Lord. And, and, and you know what? I, I go back, uh, I've had victories in my life. I've had God move uh, in some powerful ways at certain times in my life. And, and one of the things that I notice at those times when God moved, moved powerfully, amen, maybe, you know, wasn't this, you know, me ministering to somebody else or what, but those times when I've seen God move powerfully, they were times when, I like to say, in my mind's eye, God showed me something. I saw what the will of God was and what God was, was, was about to do. In fact, I saw it before it happened. Does anybody, can anybody identify with, identify with what I'm saying? I mean, there, there were times where I saw in my mind's eye, in the, in the spirit, what God's will was, what God was getting, I saw it before it happened. Yeah. And do you know how liberating that is? When God shows you what he's doing yeah. and yeah. what his will is, and, 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 and when it comes time to act or to pray or to do whatever you got to do, you can move with confidence. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Move with confidence. I, I, I go back some years, but I remember remember my church was applying for a job at a bank, and uh, I happened to be downtown, and we met, and she was saying, I, I, I hope I get this job. I put my application in, and so forth and so on, and what have you, and I'm just hoping I, and, 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 and we just in a conversation, I'm standing uh, downtown East St. Louis on the street, and, and, and in my mind's eye, I saw it, I told her, I said, you got it. You got it. I'm not talking about naming and claiming. Right, right. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, they, 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 they play those games, and, and, and some of us buy into those games. I, I, I don't know about you, I ain't got time for games when it comes to the things of God. Yeah. I told her, without reservation, you have the job. Yes. And, 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 and if, if my word, the word the, as, as definitely as I said it, if she didn't get that job, I would have been lying. And I had no fear yeah. because of what God showed me. Yes. She got the job. Amen. I've had other instances like that. Amen. Now, what happens, and, and, and let me take a point. Any of y'all ever had something like that happen in your life? Raise your hand. You've, you've had instances where God showed you something, you knew it was his will, and you, sit and, and, and you weren't afraid to say it, and it happened just like you see it. And there's some of you that maybe haven't experienced that, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, it wasn't because I'm a pastor, it wasn't because I'm a preacher, it was because I'm a child of God. And, and I got a glimpse into what the Father was doing. And God will show you what he's doing if we will make time and surrender. We got to surrender some time. Amen. We got to give him some attention. We got to uh, 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 not... 
try to fit him in, but we got to make him the we got to make him the the the, uh, the main thing. Yeah. We got to let the main you know, and I call God a thing. But you understand what I'm saying? Yes. The main thing has got to be the main thing. Amen. Yes. Yes. If we will look to Jesus like Jesus looked to his father and saw what his father was doing and he said, what he's doing, I'm going to do. Yes. And in fact, Jesus even went on to say, and I'll even do some greater things. Yes. But we got to have that same attitude that Jesus had. Y'all with me? Amen. Not much longer. I'm almost done. Philippians 2 and 5. In Philippians 2 and 5 it said, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, coming in the likeness of men, being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. He. He surrendered. That's what he did. He surrendered. He came down. Amen. And and, uh, humbled himself. And became obedient. to To the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Therefore. God has exalted him. Yeah, yeah. See, God, I'm talking about resurrection. Yeah. God delights in taking something that everybody gave up with and said was dead. And, 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 and God is the one that can give life and call it and, and, and call it back to life. Yeah. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name. Yes, Lord. That at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those things in heaven, of those things on the earth, of those things under the earth. When when, when I talk about the main thing, the main thing, and and, and again, forgive me for using the thing, uh, but the the main one is Jesus. Yes. And it is our relationship to Jesus that matters when it comes to kingdom authority. Yeah. Because you notice at his name, every knee is going to bow. Yes. In heaven and on earth. Yes. And those under the earth. Amen. You know what? That's, 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 that's taking in all three realms. The heavenly realm, the earthly realm, and, and under the earth is talking about uh, uh, how hell is depicted in the bowels of the earth. Yes. Even hell has to respect that name. Oh yes. Even yes. hell has to come under the authority of that name. Amen. Every tongue should confess yes, Lord. that Jesus Christ is Lord yes. to the glory of God the Father. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it as real practical as I can. Amen. I want my striped shirt. Yeah. I want my whistle. Yes. If, if I would have had time uh, and, and the ability, I would have went and bought a striped shirt and would have had a whistle today. All yes. right, all right. And, and, and if I had the resources, and uh, it, it's, it's coming, if I would have had the resources, I would have been passing out whistles today. Amen. Yes, Lord. I would have been passing out whistles. Yes. And, and, and on a cord with a whistle. And, 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 and what I would say to you is, when you look at that whistle, I want you to think about the fact that, amen, as children of God, as men and women under authority, we, amen, amen we have authority on the earth. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. 
and the folk would look at you like you're crazy when stuff be going uh, haywire and you pull out your whistle and blow your whistle. And in the spirit say, off my feet.
no, uh, delivered into the Canadian enemy. And uh, we're, 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 we're running down. I didn't know I was going to give this illustration. But anyway, the, the, the answer David with, and David said, uh-uh, don't, don't, don't deliver to my enemy. Amen. Yeah. I, I don't trust him. My, my enemy ain't going to have mercy. Amen. He said, God, I'd rather, I'd rather be delivered in your hand. Because yeah. I know something about you. Yeah. Amen. Uh, 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 I believe you'll have mercy. And, and, and I got a chance for mercy from you. I don't have a chance for mercy from my enemy. Yeah. And so the reason I brought that up is that surrender makes us feel vulnerable. But, but I'm here to tell you, when you surrender, you're not surrendering to your inner. That's what a lot of us think. If we do what God said, that we're surrendering to our inner. We're surrendering to the one who, who we can't trust. We're surrendering to the one who uh, uh, we don't have a lot of respect for, or let us down. You're not, when, uh, the surrender I'm talking about is not surrendering to man. It is surrendering to God. And, and, and I have the testimony of David is that you can trust him. You can trust him. I can trust him. Amen. And, 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 and uh, uh, a plague came on Israel. And people were dying. Do you know sometimes as a leader, you're, you're a leader in some aspect or another. And there are people whose lives are dependent and connected to yours. And do you know that when you get out of the will of God, there's some stuff that will start dying that's connected to you. And people begin to die, and there was a, an angel that was loose, and, and destruction was coming. And, 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 and David uh, saw, and, and, and God gave him the remedy. He said, uh, there's a threshing floor. It belongs to somebody. You've got to make, in, in order to stop the destruction, you've got to make a sacrifice. And so David went to the owner of the field and the threshing floor, and he said to him, uh, uh, I need that threshing floor. I need you to sell it to me. I'll pay the price. And the, and, and, and the owner of the threshing floor knew he was the king and said, you ain't got to pay the price. You know, I, I'm not going to charge you. It, it, it's free. And David said, no, I will not render unto God that which costs me nothing. Yes, Lord. I'm going to pay the full price. I'm, I'm talking about second. What, what am I trying to get over? If you think this is going to be easy, and you can, it ain't going to be easy, we're going to have to pay the price. Yes, amen. He said, I'm paying the full price. And when he paid the price and got the oxen and did the uh, uh, the sacrifice, had the sacrifice done there, the destruction stopped. Hallelujah. Yes. We're seeing destruction in our families. We're seeing yes. destruction in our neighborhoods. Yes. We're seeing destruction in our nation. Yes. I don't know if you're paying attention or not. Uh, earthquakes, uh, not earthquakes, but uh, volcanoes in Hawaii. Man, you, you see how uh, uh, much property and stuff is being lost? And then not long ago, I heard about a volcano going off in, what was it, Nicaragua? I didn't even know they had volcanoes in Central America. Stuff is going on around the world. Stuff, crazy stuff. Amen. This world is, 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 is heaving. And sign and waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. And so it might it, it might be uncomfortable, it might seem paradoxical, it might make us be vulnerable, but there is strength. Through surrender. Amen. Yes, yes. Learning to lean. Yes. I've got a quote that I want to share with you, and I'll conclude. It was by a preacher by the name of Charles uh, Spurgeon. He gave us this challenge. It was 
amen, over a hundred years ago. But the challenge still rings true. And you've got to remember this was written over a hundred years ago, but I, I'm going to quote it. And this is what Spurgeon, great preacher uh, in uh, Great Britain, this is what he said. He said, lose all rather than lose your integrity. And when all else is gone, still hold fast a clear conscience as the rarest jewel which can adorn the bosom of a mortal. Be not guided by will of the wisp policies. Somebody said, what do you mean, will of the wisp? Fly by night, stuff that uh, 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 has no substance. Be not guided by will of the wisp policies, but by the whole star of divine authority. Follow the right at all hazards. When you see no, no present advantage, walk by faith and not by sight. Do God the honor to trust Him. And when it comes to matters of loss, for the sake of principle, see whether He will be your debtor. What he means by that is, even if it looked like you're going to lose by doing what's right, God said, do what's right, yes. and trust me, I'll pay. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. See if he does not even in this life prove his word that godliness with content is great gain. And they who seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness shall have all these things added to them. Yes. Strength through surrender. Yes, Lord. Amen. I hope you got something from the word today. I don't want you to miss it. Amen. Uh, next Sunday is Father's Day. Yes, Lord. And uh, we're going to honor our fathers. Amen. Amen. But also, uh, I'm going to be talking about the limitations. Amen. The limitations of kingdom authority. Yes, Lord. You see, there's some areas and some misunderstandings that we've got uh, uh, in the area about kingdom authority. And, 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 uh, and so we need, to, we, need, we need to have a clear understanding of, 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 of the limits, uh, what it affects, what it doesn't affect, uh, what we uh, can expect now. And, and, and there's some things that are not now, but soon. And uh, it's going to be a very, very powerful and informative message. So uh, uh, if you can, make plans to be a part of our service on next Sunday. You don't want to miss Amen. When we talk about the limits of kingdom authority. Amen. Amen. Somebody looked up that reference I was asking about where David had three choices. And uh, one was seven years of famine. Or to flee three months from your enemies. Or three days of pestilence in the land. Amen. Seven years of famine. Three months running from your enemies. Or three days. A pestilence in the land. Thank you for whoever got that for me. And uh, all right. And 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 what ended up, David decided, I'll 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 take three days. I'll take three days. And then even in the three days, in order to get it, it took a sacrifice. I close with this. Now I ask you to stand. By you standing, that mean I, that'll help me not talk much longer. Because <laughs> I'd be considerate that you're standing on your feet. But I, I, I want to close with this. Uh, if you're just right where you are, close your eyes. And just meditate on that word that you've heard. And I want you to ask this question of the Lord and of yourself. Lord, what is it that I need to do what sacrifice do I need to make in order to get to the place of surrender? Yes. Yes. 
that I need to hear. To stop the plague. 